Thank you for listening to the Zayner Ministries podcast with evangelist Nick Zayner. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or at zaynerministries.com. Now, here's evangelist Nick. Nick, I teach on having authority and power. Robin, God bless you. And in, uh, in operating in your authority that Jesus paid for. You know, the Bible says in Matthew 28, when he talks about um, go into all the world and preach the gospel, but he said, all power and authority has been given to me, and therefore you go. And so Jesus delegated his authority down, and when we use our authority uh, in the name of Jesus, that's when things take place. So here's a testimony that came in last night. Uh, We prayed for a lady. She said uh, she had cataracts, and that she was not gonna. Ha- she's gonna have to have surgery, and she didn't want the surgery. She said, "I came here believing God that I won't have to have it, and that these cataracts will be removed." And then I, I said, "Well, what's the issues? Can you see after I prayed?" And she said, "Well, it's really at night when I drive. I can't really see very well." And uh, so I said, "Well, as you go home, I believe you're gonna drive home, and you're gonna be able to see just clear as day." And it was raining and everything, so you know, hey. It's hard to see as it is when it's raining, but look at, listen to this testimony that she sent me. She said, she said this, I could see so clearly driving home tonight. The rain didn't affect my sight. The lights from opposing traffic didn't cause me to have to squint. And in spots where there was little to no streetlight, I didn't need my high beams. Glory to God. See, God is still healing people. He, he's still opening the blind eyes. He's still healing the sick. He's still healing the maimed. Come on. Jesus is alive. I want you to type that in the comments. Jesus is alive. Praise God. I see Shandell's on. Um, Last night, she testified how uh, she was watching the broadcast a couple weeks ago, and uh, we were talking about healing, and she had pain in her hand. She sent this testimony to me in an email as well. She had pain in her hand, and and she was uh, listening, and as we spoke the word of the Lord, as we commanded her uh, pain to go, in people's bodies, literally, she was healed. She said her hand, the pain left, it hasn't returned. So then last night she comes, and knowing that Jesus is her healer, knowing uh, that if she, you know when she puts her faith out there, trusting the Lord, that he'll do it again, because if he did it once, he'll do it again. Come on. Jesus uh, doesn't just heal you one time and say, well, that's it. You're, you, you, want, you, know, you got your one uh, healing in life, and the rest is up to you. No, Jesus... Uh, by his stripes, you were healed, and he paid the price for all of your healing. Good morning, Ruth. God bless you. And uh, she came last night, had pain in her hip. We prayed for each individual who had pain, and then we asked for testimonies, and she said she was crying. God, the power of God was all over, and uh, she said, there's no pain in my hip, and that's when she told us the testimony of her hand, and God touched her, and she uh, sent us the testimony last night that as she was getting up and down, the pain was not there. And I'm telling you, Jesus Uh, is alive. Come on. Jesus is moving. Jesus is doing something here and activating. That's what this is all about. Activating the power of God uh, for you to receive your healing, keep your healing, and then go minister healing to other people. Because there's a lost and dying and hurting world out there. And the Bible says that these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. When when you demonstrate that Jesus is alive, it, it settles all debate. I remember being on a college campus one time, and uh, if you know anything about college campuses in this day and age, 
they want to argue. It's like the debate capital of every state is go find your local uh, university, and they'll just want to argue and argue and argue. I remember I spent like 10 minutes arguing theology with this one kid, and finally I was like, what am I doing here? This is ridiculous. Paul said don't even entertain that. And I just said, how about this, man? Explain to me how my friend, when I laid hands on him, he was born with a hip higher than the other, and then in a matter of two seconds, his leg grew out and his hip was totally in place, and he had doctor's proof so he can go into the military. Can you explain that to me? And the kid said, uh, 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 and then he gave up, and then he just took off and left because you can't argue when a miracle takes place. And so that's why we need to operate in the power of God in these last days so we can demonstrate that Jesus is alive because, you know, Unfortunately, there are people, uh, they won't believe it until they see it, and some will see it and still not believe it. So we do everything we can to persuade people to come to the knowledge of God, and he's given us power. You know, Acts 1 verse 8 says this, that you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So we should have power to be a witness, and that's what this week is all about. I want to encourage you guys before we get into the word here, make sure you make an effort to be here tonight. Tonight through Wednesday, 7 p.m., right here in the Sanctuary Central Assembly. We're going to be teaching and preaching the Word of God. Jesus went about teaching, preaching, and demonstrating. Last night was more of a preaching and, and a demonstration, but tonight is going to be more of diving into the Word of God, teaching it, maybe some preaching, and then demonstrating it as well. And if you need a healing in your body, you need a touch, I'm telling you, some people, <laughs> somebody said, uh, I couldn't come to the healing service last night because I was in pain. That's kind of, to me, that's why you need to be here. I, could, I was thinking, you're not here because you're in pain. This is the whole reason why we're doing it. We're doing it for you. Come if you're in pain. Come if you have, if something's wrong with you. That's why we're hosting this. You know, not, uh, you can't just teach healing for 52 Sundays a week. I get that. Um, but there, this is a set aside time where we are embalming you with the word of God uh, with the, in the area of healing. You know, Romans 10, 17 says this, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I want you to type that down, write it in your, in your notes. Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's, see, faith, this is why we're doing the broadcast because there's so much that I want to get out and I just can't do it in four days. And so when you understand faith, your faith will grow in an area the more you have uh, the Word of God on a subject. You know, the more you have the Word of God in the area of healing, the easier it is to walk in healing. But if you don't have any Word to stand on, God looks over His Word to perform it. God, uh, he's, His Word is life. His Word is what He sent to heal you. His Word is powerful. It's sharp. It's quick. His, Jesus is the Word. He became flesh. I mean, this whole Word is, is not just paper. This is powerful. But what you, what you don't know will hurt you. Type that down. What I don't know will hurt me. If you don't know what, what the Bible says about a subject of your life, it is detrimental. It will, you won't be able to access what's already yours. You know, if you have, 
a big contract in front of you and it's so long. A lot of people that, you know, just like when you sign up for, you know, your Apple ID or whatever, and it says, please read the terms and conditions. And you're like, I'm not reading this. And you just hit the check mark. You don't even know what you gave away or what do you have access to? You know, we can't be, treat the Bible like uh, terms and conditions. We need to uh, check mark. We need to read it. We need to find out what we have. We need to not only find out what we have, we need to obtain it by faith and see it manifest in our life. And that is what this is all about today. So I want to get into this. If you have your Bibles and you want to take some notes, go to Psalm 107, verse 20. Psalm 107, verse 20. This scripture here is why I wrote the book, His Word Heals. And if you don't have it, we're going to be giving it away at the end of the broadcast, and you can get it for free, PDF, download, or if you'd like a hard copy, you can pick it up at the book table after service. It's only $10. But the Bible says this, He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Type that down. He sent His Word and healed them. In other words, you should replace them and put, He sent His Word and healed me. Jesus was the Word. The Word became flesh, dwelt among us, right? Jesus is the Word. And what happened? 1 Peter 2.24, By His stripes you were healed. By His stripes you were healed. So He sent His Word to heal you, and He paid the price for your sickness and for your disease. He paid the price. Go to Matthew 8, verse 17. I want you to get this. The Bible says this, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying he himself took our infirmities and bore our sickness. This was before Jesus was whipped, but he was fulfilling the pro prophecies. And as he, you know, before he he went to the cross and took the stripes, it was almost like you can put it this way. Jesus was healing on credit that he knew that he was going to take the stripes, so what did he do? He went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Why? Because he was about to be the one who was, uh, who was whipped and bruised for all these people who got healed already. So he was demonstrating, hey, look, guys, I'm, paying, I'm, I'm giving you healing uh, on credit, but the day's coming that when I take these stripes, it's going to be healing for the whole entire world because he sent his word and healed. And so when you understand that, you don't look at this Bible like this word is, is dead. This word is alive. This word it literally brings healing. Amen. This word literally brings healing to your body and healing to your life. Psalm 138 verse 2 says this, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. God has put his word above his name. Now, last night we talked about the name of Jesus. He's been given a name above every name, that every name that has a name has to bow to the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. Come on, the name of Jesus is powerful. But think about this. The scriptures say that he put his word above his name. We know the name of Jesus is powerful, but his word is even much more powerful. And if his word says that he took our infirmities, he bore our sicknesses, then he already took it. He's already paid the price. And so we're in a fight, a fight of faith, a fight of faith. Uh, I had this pulled up here. Let me read this to you. First Timothy 6, verse 12, because I said this last night, and I feel like I'm going to probably say it every night, but you're not fighting to get healed. You're fighting to enforce the healing that's already yours. 
You're not fighting to get healed. You were healed 2,000 years ago. Even though you don't feel it, even though you might have pain in your body right now, even though it might feel like uh, the report came in and it looks like it's cancer and the doctor's telling you that you're not going to make it, you got three months to live, that's, that might be the report of the world, but the report of the Lord is that by his stripes 2,000 years ago, you were already healed, so now you're in the good fight of faith to hold fast to your confession and that you, would, you are to evict the sickness and disease from your body. Why? Because you're God's property. You are God's. And if you're God's property, where God is, sickness and disease cannot stand. And so how do you enforce it? You enforce it by his word. Remember what I said, what you don't know will actually harm you. If you don't know what the Bible says in regards to healing, you will be running at a loss. You will be, you know, some people think that, well, God's trying to teach me a lesson through sickness and disease. That's not in the Bible. But they've been told that through religion, through tradition, through just wrong teaching, that, you know what, sickness and disease is a good thing. Everybody's got to have it. Everybody's got to get sick sometimes. Everybody has to have a cold sometimes. The devil is a liar. You don't have to. Why? Because God, Jesus took that. That that cold, that sickness, that cancer, that's not yours. That's Jesus's. And by you holding on to it, maybe for a lack of knowledge— is giving place to the devil unnecessarily. It's like some, you know, the Bible says that the thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. John 10.10. So if a thief doesn't ask permission to, to come and enter your house, he just comes and enters and takes what he wants. Well, the devil is a thief. And so he'll, he will try to put sickness and disease, and he will put potentially on people. But if they think that this is God, they'll just let the thief stay. Instead of evicting the devil out of their life, instead of knowing what the Bible says, that he put his word above his name, that he sent his word to heal them, that Jesus took their sickness, took their infirmities, that by his stripes they were healed, that he's been giving them a name above every name, that at the name of Jesus everything that has a name has to bow, that when you fight the good fight of faith, the fight of your confession, of your profession, that you speak against that thing and you say, no, I am God's property. The devil's not going to have my body. The devil's not going to have my mind. The devil's not going to have me. I command him to get up and leave in Jesus' name, and you enforce it, then they'll just stay. You know, when some people, they, uh, they, try, they don't pay their rent and everything, eventually there's an eviction notice, and the sheriff comes and kicks their behind out of the building. We need to kick the devil up out of your, of your temple. You're the temple of God. And see, uh, T.O. Osborne said something great. He said, Never ask God to do what he's told you to do. The, God has, he's done everything he's, he's going to do in, the, this, in regards to healing. So we, can, we should stop asking God to do what he's told us to do. He's told us, behold, I've given you all power and all authority. Therefore, go. Therefore, speak. Therefore, you, in my name. Evict that sickness, evict that disease, evict it by using your words, by using your faith, by using my word, by standing upon the principles of faith and get that thing up out of there. Come on, I feel faith rising up on this broadcast. Come on, you don't have to go through sickness and disease. You don't have to go through uh, constant uh, uh, one sickness to the next. You know what happens is some people, they get healed and then they, something else happens. And then they, they get healed and something else happens. How about we get healed, we stay healed, and we continue on with divine healing until the end of our days? That's how, how do you do that? By enforcing his word. 
Faith only comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If you do not know, I can't stress this enough. I keep repeating myself, but I'm, I'm doing it on purpose because uh, repetition brings revelation. You, what you don't know will hurt you. The Bible says that people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And we live in a time right now where we have the greatest access to knowledge, yet people don't, don't take access. You know, uh, yeah, you, we, in America, we have the Bible in print, but we also have many different translations on our phone. I mean, you have access to this, but we have to believe it. We have to take it seriously and literally, and I believe you guys are in Jesus' name. Now, I want to look at something here in the Word continuing on because some people don't don't understand or don't believe uh why God heals. Go to Exodus 15:26. Exodus 15:26. See, God heals because number 1, if you're taking notes, it's his nature. It's who he is. Exodus 15, verse 26. If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases on you which I brought out of the, of the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Type that in the comments. I am the Lord who heals you. Now don't get tripped up on where the Bible says I will put none of these diseases on you. That word put is actually uh, translated permit. God is not the author of sickness and disease. He's the author of life and health. The devil is the author of sickness and disease. For Acts 10.38, how Jesus Christ was anointed by the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of who? The devil. The devil is the author of sickness and disease. But when we diligently listen to the voice of the Lord thy God, do what is right, he will not permit any of these diseases which he brought on the Egyptians because in his name, his nature. See, when God, when he, his names, the names of God, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides, Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of peace, Jehovah Rapha, this is who we're talking about, the Lord who healeth thee. He's bound to his name and his name is healing. He literally is healing. I am the Lord who heals you. So why does God heal? Number one, it's who he is. He can't separate himself from who he is. He is a healer. Come on, that should excite somebody. That's exciting me right now. He's a healer because of who he is. His name, Jehovah Rapha. Never forget that. God is not putting sickness and disease on you to teach you a lesson when his nature is to heal that would go contradictory of who he is. He doesn't do that. Well, you might say, well, brother, what about Job? What about Job? Job, did, Job got, the devil came to him, and Job opened up himself. And not only was Job, he was an, that's Old Testament. That's a worse covenant under worse promises. But we are under a better covenant under better promises, according to Hebrews. The better covenant is through Jesus Christ, who took stripes on his back. He didn't have Jesus yet. He didn't have Jesus who took stripes on his back. Job had opened the door to fear, and because of fear, it gave permission for the devil to put sickness and disease on him. And because of that, look what happened to him. But that was only nine months of his life, and for the remainder of his life, everything doubled. I don't have time to talk about Job, but what I want to say is, is that God is healing. That's who he is. That's his name. 
Malachi 3, verse 6 says this, For I am the Lord, I change not. God does not change. We know Hebrews 13 says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If that means if God never changes, if he was a healer in Exodus, and Jesus showed up and he was a healer in the Gospels, and he never changes, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, that means he's still a healer today. That means he'll still heal you today. That means he's still wanting to heal his people today. That's why every time he commissioned his disciples, the 12, he said, go and heal the sick. He didn't say, go and pray for the sick. He said, go and heal the sick. Why? Because I am healing. And therefore, I have delegated the healing power and authority to you to not pray for the sick because we're not hoping they're going to get healed. We're knowing they're going to get healed because the Lord God who healeth thee is with you and in you. And when he's released with his power, when you command the sickness and disease to go in the name of Jesus, it must go in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. Come on. Praise God. He never changes. I want you to type it in the comment. Jesus never changes. Type it in the comments. Jesus never changes. He's the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. Glory to God. Thank God. You know, we live in a world where people are changing left, right. You know, one day they wake up, they're, they're this. The next day they wake up, they're that. And, uh, you know, God never does that. If you wake up today, he's the same that he was yesterday. If you wait, when you wake up tomorrow, he's the, still the same. Thank God for consistency. There's power in consistency. There's power in a constant God who is the same, who never changes, who you can rely upon, who you can trust. That you know what? If he healed then, he heals today. But you know what? So a lot of people, maybe you're one of these people, and I'm, I'm here to help you transform your mind by the renewing of God's word. Maybe you think, you know what? I know God's a healer. But And I've seen him heal other people, but you struggle with the fact that will he heal me? Is that anybody with a, if you're bold enough to put an emoji hand up? My answer is yes, he will heal you. Of course he will. Look at Matthew 8, verse 1 through 4. Here's a man who showed up. He had uh, leprosy. And uh, leprosy at the time was so contagious, they weren't allowed to even uh, be around people. They had to go be secluded. Basically, it was a death sentence. As soon, as soon as you got it, it was so contagious. You can't get around anybody. If you get, if they touch you, they're going to get it themselves. And uh, these people were totally exiled, basically, until they died. And this man was wondering, Jesus, I've heard the stories of how you healed the multitudes, how you've cast out devils, how you've done this, but will you personally heal me? Look, listen to this. When he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. Who? Jesus. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord... If you are willing, you can make me clean. Notice how he said, if you are willing. You can make me clean. See, many people come and they're, you know, they're excited. Other people get healed, but they're wondering, will he heal me? Will he heal you? I'm talking to you right now on the other side of this camera. You're asking yourself, will Jesus heal me? And the answer is yes. All things are possible to those who believe look what jesus said jesus put out his hand and touched him before he even said anything he touched him now this is a leper they knew at the time if someone touches me i'm gonna get this thing sounds pretty familiar for the last couple years where people were crazy said you can't touch people but when you understand what you carry jesus understood something that he represented his father who is healing the holy spirit came upon him 
like a dove. He received power, and he knew if I touch this guy, he's going to get healed. I'm not going to get this. I'm going to deliver healing because my God is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals. And look what Jesus said. He said, I am willing. Be cleansed. He's saying that to you today. Whatever you're going through, pain in your body, whatever the doctors have said, Jesus is willing. Be healed in Jesus' name. Notice how Jesus didn't look up and say, Father, please heal this person. Father, please touch this guy. I know he has leprosy. He didn't get all religious and starts yelling and screaming, Oh, God, please, if your power can touch this man and come and set him free, please do it. No, he didn't do that. He laid his hands on him. He said, I am willing. Be cleansed. And what did the Bible say? Immediately, his leprosy was cleansed. Immediately, his leprosy was cleansed. <laughs> Praise God. Come on. Immediately, he was healed. Why? Because he is the Lord that healeth thee. He does not change. He showed up. He laid hands on him. He commanded it because he understood his authority that was given to him by the Father. And then guess what? Immediately, he was healed. That's powerful. Look at 3 John, verse 2. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Do you know that God, he, above all things, he wants you to prosper and be in health? Above all things. That means he's provided healing for you. That means he's provided the healing that you need for the rest of your life. He's provided it for you. Matthew 8, 16, I already read this, but I'll say it again. When the evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out spirits with a word. I want you to underline that. Type it in the comments. With a word. Praise God. Pakistan's on in, in Ashtabue, Ohio. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and he cast out spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. See, with... We don't got to get all religious and mumbo jumbo and, oh, Lord, please, and, you know, three shakes and a, a roll. And, you know, we don't have to get all religious. We just need to speak the word only. Speak the word only, and you'll be healed. Speak the word only. I want you to say that out loud. Speak the word only. With a word, he healed them all, that it might be fulfilled, that he himself took our infirmities and bore our sickness. With a word. Now, I want you to go. I know this is a lot of word, but that's the whole point. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I want you to go with me. Let's see. Matthew. Verse 14, Matthew 17, verse 14. No, don't go there. Let me pull this up. I want you to see what happens when you just believe the word only. It is great faith. Matthew 8, Matthew 8, verse 5. Matthew 8, verse 5. The Bible says this, Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. So Jesus, off, off the get-go, he says, 
This is a centurion. This is this is not a, a Jewish person. This is this is a Gentile coming to Jesus and saying, "Look, my servant is at home sick, and he's tormented." He didn't even say, "Will you come yet?" He said. He's sick, and Jesus said, I'll come. He answered his question before he asked. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, verse 8, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word. Say that and type that in the comments. Only speak a word. When Jesus talked about prayer, he said, don't be like the hypocrites who uh, pray lofty, long, loud uh, religious prayers only to be heard by men. No, see, only speak the word, and my servant will be healed. His word heals. Remember what we started with, Psalm 107, verse 20. He sent his word to heal. Only speak a word. Look what the man said. And my servant will be healed, for I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. (laughs) Think about that. He did not find such great faith in all of Israel. But this man right here, this is a Gentile man, He's looking around at the Jewish people like, come on, guys, you, you guys should know this. And here's a, here is a centurion man, a soldier, who understands authority, and he knows if I right now, where I'm at, go tell my, one of my servants or my, one of my soldiers to go do this, I don't need to leave my house to have them do it. They're going to get up and go. And he understood, if you just say the word only, I know that by, right here, you don't even have to show up and get under my roof. If you will just speak the word only, they will be healed. That's for those who are watching right now. We can speak the word, and you can be healed in your home like Shandell was healed. Speak the word only, but you had to mix it with your faith, which you have to believe. You had to believe God's word, and you had to receive God's word, and you mix it with your faith when the word is spoken and the healing will manifest. Why? Because Jesus loved you. Jesus died for you. He took your infirmities. See, when you believe that, when you're fighting the good fight of faith of, I'm not trying to be healed, I'm trying to enforce the healing that's already mine, and then you, you flip that thinking, because many people are, they've made it all about the, the sick person instead of all about Jesus, all about the one who administers the healing. When you get your attention off of the sick person and onto the Lord, then you can realize healing is already coming in my direction, I just need to receive it. Just like salvation is already coming at the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever will believe upon him shall not perish but have everlasting life. We're not, the salvation is not coming. Salvation is here now. Today is the day of salvation. If you call upon the name of the Lord, you'll be saved. You can receive salvation now. That's what we tell people. And you're not waiting for it to come. It's already here. You just have to receive it. Well, healing is in the same uh, atonement. Healing is the same way. Healing is already coming at you. You just have to receive it. Speak the word only. Mix it with your faith. Believe it in your heart and watch it manifest in your body. But we've tried to flip it to where 
We're trying to, we're looking at the physical first into the spirit second, but we need to look in the spirit first so it can be pushed through into the, into the, the flesh, into we, healing is already there. It's already coming. It's present. We just have to believe it. We just have to receive it. Speak the word only, Lord, and I know I'll be healed. And he sent his word and he healed you of all your diseases, delivered you from all of your destructions right now in your home. Whether you're battling sickness, you're battling pain in your body, you're battling something right now, right through this lens, Jesus is invading your home with the power of God for you to be healed because healing is always coming at us because he already took your sicknesses. He already took your diseases. He already took all the sin and the sickness and the disease that ever will come and he's took it upon himself so that we can walk in healing until Jesus comes back and raptures us up or takes us home through the grave does he why does jesus heal it's not to live forever because it's appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment but you know what he wants you to live a life and a life more abundantly jesus came to give you life and life more abundantly how many of you guys know you can't live life abundantly when you're when you're bound to a wheelchair when you're bound to a stretcher bed when you can't even walk around when pains in your body so excruciating you can't even hang out with your grandkids you can't even hang out with your friends you can't even do anything that's not life more abundantly but Jesus promised and he said I've come to give you life and life more abundantly and that's why he took it upon himself the stripes he took it upon his his body he it, it pleased God that he did that so he he can redeem man completely Galatians 3.13 says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Part of the curse of the law in Deuteronomy 28 is sickness and disease. And the Bible even covers even the sickness and disease that's not mentioned in this book of the law. That He will cover that when he redeemed. He covered it when he redeemed us from the curse. It's been taken care of. But you have to mix your faith like this soldier. He, he said, just speak the word only. You don't even got to, you don't have to take another step, Jesus. Just speak the word only and I know I will be healed. You know, we, we can learn something from this. This is one of very few people that Jesus paused. A lot of times Jesus would say, he says it more than, he says, oh, you of little faith. He says that way more than, oh, you of such great faith. This is very one of very few people where he paused and said, I have not found such great faith in all of Israel. Why? Because they understood you were the word sent to heal us. The, that man, I guarantee, we don't know for sure, but this, this Roman officer, he probably knew the scripture that he sent his word and healed them. He knew if you just speak the word only, they'll be healed. That's faith. Faith speaks. And then what did they do? They didn't say, well, let's, can you wait here until we go, we go home and check it out and make sure? No, they just said, go ahead, go on your way, Jesus, see ya. They went home, and as soon as they got back, what does the Bible say? He was healed at that same hour. As soon as they spoke it, he, as soon as he said, great faith, the man was healed. You just had to believe it. You just had to receive it. You just had to say, you know what, Lord? I don't, you may not feel any better at this second, but I believe that you took that sickness and disease from me, and it does not have to stay here any longer in Jesus' mighty name. It doesn't have to stick around. It doesn't have to stay. You might say, well, Nick, you know, I've been battling this for 20-plus years. Well, there was a woman with the issue of blood for 12 years. 12 years she suffered. She went to all doctors, all physicians, spent all the money that she could have. But she heard about Jesus. She heard it. You, sometimes you got to go back and hear, hear it like it's the first time. You know, the problem is sometimes you've heard it so many times, it just becomes casual. Oh, yeah, you know, I've heard that Jesus heals, and I've seen people get healed. Or, but you know what? This is just my lot in life, and I, I just got to put up with this. 
because you've been, you've been in church your whole life. It's time, to, it's time to dust off the religion. It's time to dust off the tradition and look at the Bible afresh one more time and say, you know what, I'm going to read this like it's the very first time I've ever read it, and I'm going to receive it like it's the very first time I've ever received it, and watch how Jesus comes and touches and heals your body. you got to get back to that place of, you know what, I'm going to sit at the feet of Jesus, and I'm going to receive from him because I know out of him flows life. I know out of him flows truth, and the truth will set me free, and I know the truth of God's word will set me free in my body, set me free in my mind, set me free in my spirit, set me free in my finances. Every single area, God has paid the price, but specifically in the area of your body, he has paid the price. I love what T.L. Osborne says here. Faith is expecting God to do what you know he has said in his word and that he will do it. Faith is believing that God speaks the truth. Faith is expecting God to do what you know he said in his word he will do. That's faith. You may not feel any different, but you expect. God, I believe it. You know, some, somebody just told me just now. They got prayed for last night. They did not fully receive the healing at the, at the altar. They had still had the pain when, when they left. But when they, came, uh, when they went to bed and they, and they got up, the pain was leaving their body. See, they still kept their faith intact and believed that what he said he would do. And sometimes you just got to keep believing. You got to keep holding on to the truth because the truth will set you free. But sometimes people get to an altar and they don't fully get it. And they think, well, I guess that's just my lot in life. No, that's the trap of the enemy. You hold fast to the truth until it manifests because his word is true. God is not a man that should lie. The father sent Jesus the word to heal us. Amen. Now Jesus sends us his representatives to heal in his name. And so that's why we even talk about this. You know, if it was all just, well, Jesus is the only one who can do anything, and uh, we can't do anything, we're nothing, he's everything. And I understand why people say that. It is true. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Savior. Jesus is healer. But he's put something in us to get out to the people. (laughs) He's given us power. He's given us authority. And the Father sent Jesus to represent him, and now we are sent to represent Jesus. And that's why we heal the sick, we cleanse the leper, we raise the dead. Freely we have received, freely we give. So right where you're at in your homes, I want to pray for you right now. God bless you, Lucy. Thanks for tuning in. Liz, I see you guys on. I see you in the comments. Praise God. We're going to pray. And I believe right now there's people watching where you, as I've been speaking, faith has risen up in your heart. Believing has been restored. You know, Jesus said all things are possible to those who believe. And whatever you're going through right now in your body, physically, right now through this lens, God is going to begin to touch you. So right where you're at, I want you just to lift your hands. Father, we thank you, Lord, right now, according to your word. Jesus was the word sent, and you sent your word and healed us. Lord, just like Jesus, with a simple command, he said, speak the word only. Lord, we simply speak the word through this lens and we command every, heal- every sick body to come alive right now. We command healing to flow from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Lord, I thank you, people in pain right now in their spine. I command their spine to be straight in Jesus' name. I command vertebrae to be straight right now in the name of Jesus. I command every single bone issue 
to be whole right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Right now, I see somebody right now, you're watching. Your, your spine has been giving you issues, and right now, by the power of God, it's straightening right now. Begin to move that back. Begin to straighten up right now in the name of Jesus. Issues in your bones where bones were just hurting. Maybe it's lack of cartilage in certain areas. Right now, brand new cartilage in Jesus' name is being formed. Be informed. Begin to move it. Begin to move it in your home. Begin to exercise your faith. See, faith acts. you got to begin to move it around. Begin to test it. There's other people watching right now. You've been given a report. You can't test it right now. We speak to that sickness. We command it to bow to the name of Jesus right now. All sickness and all disease in your body. We speak the report of the Lord. We speak the word of God. We thank you, Father, that the report of the Lord is their portion, not the report of the world, not the report of the doctor. We thank you, Lord, every doctor's report can be reversed right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Even now, minds becoming clear. Fear, anxiety, worry leaves you right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Clarity is coming to people's minds. I see that. It's been a bombardment of attack over people with fear. We saw that last night. There was many people, fear of dying before their time, fear of wondering what's going to happen. It's broken in the name of Jesus. Broken right now. Anxiety, worry, fear, leaving people right now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. If you're feeling it in your home, I want you just to put some Hands up in the emoji, hands in the comments. Let us see it. We can see your comments here. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for sending your word. Thank you, Lord, for Jesus. Thank you that you never change. Thank you that you're so faithful. Begin to thank him in your home. Maybe you haven't felt the change yet, but begin to praise him. You know, sometimes people pray it through, but they need to praise it through. They need to begin to praise it through. There's power in praise. Praise counts it done even when you don't even see it. Come on. Kathy's hand's going up. Liz's hand's going up. Praise God. The power of God is here, folks. The simple command of the God's word. He sent his word. He sent his word. He sent his word. He sent his word. Next time some pain riles up, next time some uh, report comes or you start feeling cold-like symptoms, no, you're going to rise up and say, no, he sent his word and healed me. And you drive that thing out. Come on, Lucy's hand's going up. Come on, people being touched in their homes, people being set free. For the truth will set you free. Come on. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Erica, come on. Praise God. People being touched in their homes, I'm telling you. Testimonies are rolling in. People being touched in their homes. We had one lady, she got so stirred, her sister called her afterwards. Well, after one of the broadcasts that we did on healing, and she said, oh, I'm not going to be able to go uh, to the theme park uh, because my kid is sick. And uh, she was so stirred in her heart, she said, the devil is a liar. Put him on the phone. And uh, the, sick, the kid was laying in bed sick, and she commanded that sickness to go, and the kid got up and started running around playing in his house, and they still went to the theme park because the kid was totally healed. Come on. One simple word, one simple command through, through a phone, through a lens. Come on. We live in the greatest time. So if you got a testimony, send it in to us. We love to hear it. And uh, I want to encourage you guys, if you're in Pennsylvania, be here tonight. Do not miss tonight. 
tonight is going to be powerful. 7 p.m. here at Central Assembly of God. We're going to be continuing on with Activate. We're going to be activating the believers to heal the sick. And the people are going to continue to get healed. God is not done moving. And uh, we're building every single night. I mean, if last night was the first night and it was phenomenal, I'm just excited of what God's going to do Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night. You do not want to miss it. You know, what if what if tonight is your night and you choose not to come? I want to encourage you, don't, don't give in to the flesh. God has something for you. God has something for you. Do not give into the flesh. The flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. When you override your, your flesh with your spirit, God will meet you right at that place. And so be here tonight. They'll put it up on the screen, the different uh, the times of services and stuff. And then uh, every day at 12 o'clock, we're going to be here teaching faith and teaching on the word of God in regards to healing. You know, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And I want to encourage you guys to make sure you don't miss these because it's going to reinforce what you're getting at night. And it's going to it's going to reinforce your faith in the area of divine healing. That's the whole purpose of this. And so you can grab a hold of it and you could store it up in your spirit, man. So the next time something crazy happens in the world again, because maybe who knows what's going to happen next, you won't be in fear and worry, but your spirit man will be so built up that you'll charge uh, hell with a dry water pistol when it comes to sickness and disease, because you're just, you're just full of God's word. That's what, that's the whole purpose of this. Amen. And so, um, be here tonight and, um, those who are watching, praise God, Josh, praise the Lord. Those who are watching, we want to encourage you right now, uh, sow a seed into the kingdom of God. You know, everything that we're, we're doing, we're doing to reach people and we're doing to, to help people and to see people get healed, saved, delivered, set free. So I want to encourage you right now, uh, they're going to put up the ways to give. Sow a seed today. There's different ways you can give here on the screen. Cash app, PayPal, Venmo. You can go to our website, xanerministries.com slash give. You can also text to give. Give ZMI at uh, 610-890-7505. If you want to write a check to us and you're out of state, you can write a check to Zaner Ministries, P.O. Box 125, Copley, P.A. 18037. And uh, those are all the different ways to give, and they'll leave it up for a second. I want to encourage you, do something substantial. You know, you can't buy a healing, number one. If anybody ever tells you you can buy a healing, you cannot. A healing is a free gift. But what you can do is you can honor God for what he's done in your life. And, you know, if God has done something substantial, you should do something substantial to honor the Lord. You know, every time God has done something for us, it just, it just, it purpose, I purpose in my heart, Lord, may I continue to sow the biggest seeds I can to show you how much I love you, to show you how much I'm thankful that I'm still alive, that I'm still here. And as you sow seeds of honor, there's times, there's times when you need to sow a seed of honor. And I want to encourage you, if you're coming to the night services, ask the Lord what he'd have you give to sow a, a seed of honor. Because when you honor the Lord with, the fir- with your substance, he will fill your barns with plenty, the Bible says. It's a, it's an, uh, there's a time of gratefulness. You know, 10 lepers were healed when they came to Jesus. And he said, as you go, you'll be healed. And they left. And as they went, they were all healed. But you know, only one came back to thank Jesus and to give him honor to thank him for what he's done. You know, that's what a lot of people do. They thank God, man, I'm saved, I'm born again, they've been healed, but they never have given him an, an, a seed of honor. So I want to encourage you guys to do that. Sow a seed of honor that, you, that the Lord would say, you know what, or that you would say to the Lord, you know what, Lord, you've been so good to me, I'm giving this to honor you. And maybe uh, the Lord's dealing with some of you to become a partner. We are believing God 
for 100 blessed partners to partner with us on a monthly basis. And you can, uh, even if it's five bucks, 10 bucks, 15, you know, 100, 1,000, 500, whatever level you're at, and you want to become a partner, ask the Lord uh, what He'd have you do and, uh, and do that. We're believing God for 100 partners to help us reap the harvest of souls before it's eternally too late. We've already seen 8,700 plus people give their life to Christ. And uh, I said it last night and I meant it. If we got to go win souls until I'm 120 and win a million people to the Lord, I'll win a million people to the Lord. Because one thing you can be sure about our ministry is we're never going to stop winning souls. The minute we stop winning souls, then you should stop following us. Because we're, we're not, we've gotten off of what the main thing is, and that's to win the lost. And so I, I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. Can't wait to see you guys tonight. It's going to be a powerful time. And uh, I want you to watch the promo video as we close out of the Healing School. We'll see you 7 p.m. tonight. I love you. God bless you. We'll see you then. Right now, we're standing in a prophetic moment. We are the answer to the church that was praying for 100 years straight in this region. Because the greatest days of the healing is not in the 50s, it's now. Jesus is wanting to use you to heal the sick. That beating he took was for you to be healthy, to be healed, to be whole so that you as a child of God could walk every single day of your life in the fullness of his promises. Because Jesus is coming soon and he ain't coming for a weak church. He's coming for a church who's looking for him, who's ready and who's busy. And I recognize that cross, the wounds, the blood that was shed, the price that was paid in advance so that I could be healed. I know that the Bible says that by your stripes I have been made whole. His promises is our health, our happiness, our peace, our joy, our prosperity. We gotta use the name of Jesus because every devil will flee. Every sickness and disease will be healed. And you will be saved by that name. For if you call upon the name of the Lord Jesus, you shall be saved. There's power in the name of Jesus. Ministries podcast. Please consider becoming a monthly covenant partner with us. We are asking God for 100 people to stand with us financially as we continue to win the lost in America. Go to zanerministries.com and click the Give Now button to become a monthly covenant partner today.